Jackie? Hey, Rosie. Hey, listeners. Welcome to Am I an Asshole? Am I, an asshole? <laughs> I noticed that we've been singing a lot in the Oh, intros. is that not okay? It's great. I really like it because I was, I was wanting to do it so bad. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all good. That's why I like I, just, I, mean, I want it to be, I just feel like we can't give ourselves up too much. You that's know, like, fair. The I fans just, need to be like, when are, are we going to hear those pipes oh, again? Oh, because that's that's a good thing you know yeah. what i was thinking branding you know they'll think that's the song and then they'll get it stuck in their head right like we have it stuck in our heads i mean all right well next time we'll do it great um well i also <laughs> maybe maybe now maybe. they're gonna be like when am i gonna hear it again yeah you don't know mm-hmm. you don't know keep listening yeah i mean maybe also i was just a little tired from my from my trip we Bre- rosie and egg. i both went on trips we went on weekend we went on weekend trips weekend getaways yes um i went to santa barbara and it was super fun and relaxing that's all i have to say about it um but jackie Great. you went to san francisco and you saw your friend and you guys remember Urel from the um <laughs> over oh. oversharing oversharing yeah yeah check that one out that one's really really funny oh, God. um and yeah i saw his uh, musical head over heels in san francisco i guess they were doing um, they opened in San Francisco and then they're bringing it to Broadway mm. and it's a lovely musical um, about just being your authentic self uh, told in a really fun way with music from the Go-Go's. Oh, cool. Which I didn't realize I knew so many of their songs. Yeah. I didn't like I, I they're just it, very catchy, but it's done really, really well. And it has a it has a heart and a substance and a storyline and characters that you care about. And I just had a great time. I, I've seen the photos and it looks very colorful. It's very colorful. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it is. It's very vibrant, uh, full of life and Oops. super fun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my computer. Yeah, great. Um, um, yeah. So and so he is originating this role. Yeah. Well, he's in the ensemble, but yeah. yes. Oh my god. He, he's amazing. the first. It's the yeah. It's, yeah. It's the first time um, we've done this musical. We. I'm in it. <laughs> oh my god. We. I'm in it. I'm. I'm in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. So um, look out for that because it's coming to Broadway. That's so yeah, cool. Yeah. No, I'm not in it, but yeah. And um, <laughs> good. <laughs> this episode will be fun. I also think it'll be fun that I have proven in perfectionism <laughs> that I'm not a perfectionist based off of my jokes. <laughs> Because they were so far from perfect, and it was definitely quantity over quality. So look out for those. Because sometimes you just have to say, ah, you know, I tried, just not on oh, today. Oh, that's good. You know, if I like if you're actually accepting that, but if if, you're, if it's still bothering, the sad you. part is I am. No, I'm like fully just. Oh, hey, you know it. what? You we overcame. are who we are. I should it. Yeah, yeah. They can't all be fantastic. Which, jokes. They, but then normally it's like, what is it about? Like a, it's a ninety-five. Five. Oh, you know, kind of yeah. Thing. Like yeah. Most Ratio. Are good. Five being good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen up, y'all. Ha- and uh, oh, have a fun time. <laughs> Bye. Okay. In a, a sec. Yay! Okay, so this one is like near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. All right. Am I an asshole for being a perfectionist? I think so. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, should we just stop? Is that is that the That's episode? It. Thank um, you guys. Like subscribe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Love you so much. Thank you, John. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, um, we have another person who I am a perfectionist. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I am one. Rosie's a perfectionist, and then we have our dear friend David Bly on. Mm-hmm. You've recognized him from the rapid fire episode. I think it was the first one. Yeah. Um, first rapid fire. Yeah. Was I think it? So. I think Heck it was yeah. your first one. Yeah. Yeah. And. David has allergies, so oh. it's not cocaine. Yeah, and that yeah. so that sexy voice is, is not it's only temporary. Yeah. So you're getting a special. Yeah. Um yeah. make I'm sure I'm you... deep on the Zyrtec, which is apparently drowsy. So let's oh. do this. Well, yeah. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. I can get you coffee if you need to. Make sure you put your lips right up to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's your next furry guest? mic. They're screwed. Oh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you can pass allergies. I don't think you can pass yeah. <laughs> Oh, cool. Yeah. Um um, but okay. but uh, David's a perfectionist, yeah. right? Totally. And yeah. you, you self-acclaimed, self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed, uh-huh. uh, 
whatever the word needs yeah, to be. Yeah, cl- claimed. And it better be a perfect word. But yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. See, now are you, you're probably not forgiving yourself because you couldn't think of the other third a word. A little bit, yeah. 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 Dude. Because I've known the word in the past and it's like, that sucks. And yeah, should have done like, that. Yeah. Could have done that. Didn't do that. So what exactly does it mean? Okay, let me just pull up what Wikipedia says. Okay, it is. that's always right. We can always get the a good... perfect source. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Wikipedia says, perfectionism is a refusal to accept any standard sort of perfection. Short what? of perfection. Oh. <laughs> so, looks like the only one perfect what? here is me. <laughs> refusal to accept any standard short, short, of, short of perfection. Oh, any standard <laughs> short of perfection. Oh my God, okay. I'm tired. Yeah, oh, me too. Oh, I just came back from San Francisco. I just came from Santa Barbara. Okay, we came from places, <laughs> so we're tired, and but we got some energy. Sure do you. Um, anyway, so okay, <gasps> so yeah, if it's not if it's anything less than per- perfect, then it's not acceptable. Yeah, and I think I was trying to think about this on the way over here, because um, like I think you can be an asshole. You can and you cannot be an asshole. I think that's mm-hmm. like what that we're trying to figure out today. And I think I like want to start off right off the bat that I think that it is a thing that someone should be considered an asshole for. Yeah. So like, oh, okay. let's yeah. just like cut to the chase. Okay. But then I want to sort of work backwards like a real good lawyer would do in court or something and just like prove the case wrong. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's now, oh, okay. now it's flipped the minds. Yeah. Okay. Right. So why you're feel not, better. Because you think you're an asshole for being per- perfectionist. I think so. I think like it, it often gets uh, misinterpreted, at least in my own personal life, when I think my intentions are good, mm-hmm. but it just comes across as like over controlling or whatever. And so um, it's all in how you like deliver it, do like portray yourself in those moments when you're trying to strive for perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it across the board or is it mostly, is it like work related or like you're a perfectionist just in like being like a human? It's an approach to life. I think human. I really okay. think mm-hmm. it is like an, you, every single opportunity you can get to improve your own performance on something is just like a, a fun thing. It becomes oh, yeah. like a challenge that you like want to take on. Um, and yeah. then when you notice other people doing things incorrectly, you want to share that because you've sort of been like logging it in your brain like yeah. a psychopath. But then when you share that, it's like, why are you micromanaging? Why are you controlling? And it's like, no, no, no. It's like, I, I have this great secret. Don't you want to like perfect that also? And everyone, a lot of people are just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm mm. good. I'm good. Like doing it how it is right now. Okay. So you end up looking like an asshole, um, but you're oh. just like trying to get the like overall universal quotient of expertise right. higher it's standard you have high standards high standards, high standards. Yeah. but i mean self-improvement or improving others is different than perfectionism right like you're not saying you need to be perfect you're just saying like maybe you could work on this but that's like a, the strive for perfection can be misinterpreted as like you're, gotcha. you're failing versus like there's always a way to get better at every single thing right yeah okay yeah, and I think that's that's where the asshole thing com- comes into. Like, and an asshole to yourself. Like, yeah. I think, like the fact that I will never, I will never be like, yeah, good job. Like, I just can never say yeah. good job um, to yourself or to anyone. To myself. Yeah. Like, I think it's for me. It feels like I why pat yourself on the back if it's not an A plus. And I know it goes back to like <laughs> the way I was raised. Yeah. Um, but like, but it's. <laughs> You know, because you could you could always do better. Like, don't settle for less. And but yeah, so I think I think I'm an asshole because it's it doesn't serve me. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're inherently an asshole for being a perfectionist. I think per- personally, maybe other people would disagree, but I would say it's more the asshole to yourself because I just feel like holding yourself to these perfect standards or society or friends to these standards is ju- you're just going to get let down. Yeah. So totally. yeah. Yeah. So I would just say it, it's kind of it must be kind of hard to. Uh, have that burden totally. well it's also you hard know? to be so like, yeah. perfect right <laughs> you know? right but i think with i mean like you're totally joking and you're like about to hit the like joke machine it's like it, this was a joke uh oh <laughs> that was not funny that was serious <laughs> <laughs> bullshit moment bullshit no no, no. Um, but yeah but yeah uh wow that's a train derailer whoops hey uh, sure uh, is totally like cut I, you off with a fart no, no i think great. it's worth it I, but yeah 
Yeah, but sorry. were we talking about the burden of uh, yeah. you were saying you were kind of teasing Rosie saying like well you're joking about it but you kind of do feel guys we've already this is already stuff that's been said on the podcast oh, in the last three minutes the you boat's already either. okay the, the ship's gone. already set yeah okay. just, oh it's fine right. yeah. moving on okay Zyrtec, guys um, great <laughs> for well, clearing your brain okay let me tell you too here's the thing I don't know if I'm a perfectionist or not I don't I don't know but I know that I used to be more of a perfectionist about certain things especially things that I really cared about, like projects that I really was passionate about or whatever, I would want it to be kind of perfect. Sure. But I have been less like that lately. I don't know if over the past few years, I think because I feel like, okay, I learned a few things uh, is that our, uh, this sounds super cheesy. So ready. I don't know if you want to hit any button or anything. I'm ready. Um, imperfections are what makes us who we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. and I think that if, um, so dumb. I, I, I do think that though, like when I, lo- when I t- I'm talking about relationships or interpersonal relationships, I like when people mess up or do things that are quote unquote wrong because I still love them anyway for it. So, yeah. and it makes the, up their quirks and makes up whatever. If they're just a terrible person to me, that's, they're definitely not a perfectionist. They're just horrible. But also I think that, um, if you're getting sleepy, now's a good time for our sponsor, Casper. Get a new mattress <laughs> and just lay down, yeah, damn listen it. to the no, rest of this no. as you're getting some quality Z's. Okay, well, this intro might not be perfect enough for you, David. <laughs> yeah, okay, God, but it is asshole. what it is. I love you for your imperfections. Thank you. And uh-huh. we, thank you. Yeah. And we are who we are. Mm-hmm. But also, I think perfect is subjective. Totally. Yeah. Everybody's idea of what's perfect is, in my opinion, different. So, like, that's confusing to me because then you're just competing Hold for on. something that's not. Hold oh. You. Oh. Oh, oh, you gotta put up to the mic. <laughs> That's better. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. So it those are my thoughts. Yeah. Can I just like comment on one of those things? No, we're moving on. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode. Yeah. yeah. The law okay, and Am I an asshole for loving law and order? Um, <laughs> uh, good idea. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Uh, rapid fire. Um, in terms of like menial tasks, those things are an objective thing that you can be perfect at. Like, Cutting, like, mm. I think I wrote like chopping skills or like the way you fold something for or whatever, like the way you parallel park, the way you, you clean a countertop. There are certain things that have been like established as an objective thing as opposed to a subjective thing, so that like you can learn how to clean something better or, or operate certain machinery mm-hmm. to its optimal level. Whereas that's not yeah. really like a subjective thing. It's like, oh, you know what? I, I like how someone uses this alarm clock in a sort of <laughs> personal way. And it's like, no, there's like a way to like, do it. Or like turn on and off the lights. Sure. You yeah. could be perfect at it. Yeah. That's like a thing that you could like, strive to like keep that going <laughs> in like a daily thing. Why the fuck would you strive to turn on and off lights correctly? Well, no, just that's something that you could, I think. <laughs> that people like just like don't think about or whatever. And it's like, well, you're you're just like micromanaging or you're whatever. Oh. Like, it's like you need to have control over it. It's like no, no, no. It's like there's just like a an optimal, efficient way of like existing. Oh, got and it. I, there, you're saying yeah. there is kind of like a right and wrong function for of certain, certain things, things. like certain, an al- like, like a clock, or like you're saying, like turn the certain lights on and turn the certain things. There is yeah. like a yeah. right way in and terms a wrong of like way. writing a, a, a story or gotcha. in terms of like performing a emotional piece. Yeah, that's like. If you missed a line mm-hmm. or whatever, totally fine. That's gotcha. like that's a subjective thing. But for certain like objective tasks, like how you and like this is a thing that's like come up in my relationship, which is like a funny thing of like how you hold a knife when you're cutting vegetables. Their head off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but it's like if you like are cutting something, i there was like this one interaction when I was cutting with uh when I was cooking with Leah, who has been on the show as well. Mm-hmm. Um and she keeps her fingers out when she's cutting, oh, which is yeah, like a common that. thing that like any person in the world would be like, don't do that. Mm. And then it got into a bit of a brouhaha where it was like, don't micromanage that kind of thing. It's like, no, 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 I'm not trying to micromanage. It's just like there's a easier, cleaner, less risky way of doing that. But you're like, that, I want you to keep your fingers. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, there is a, a better way to do that. And when you try to convey that, it doesn't always get conveyed in a ah, safe way. And so yeah. that makes you feel like an asshole. Yeah. That's the part that makes you feel like an asshole. Totally. Gotcha. When in reality, you're just like, there's a easier way to chop. Uh-huh. Because you're not in your head going, Leah, you dodo. Um, 
<laughs> that came with a wink. You didn't see it. Yeah. Um, Leah Udodo. This is episode four. For the, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. She's the, that's funny because she was on the messy episode. And oh, no, I don't know if that was, yeah. But I'm just saying, she's on the messy episode. Um, um, but you aren't, you aren't saying you're stupid for doing this. You're just saying there's a better way. But it's like easily, you could like totally. easily interpret that in my mind. If someone told me that too, I'd be like, especially someone who always wants to do it right the first time, I'd be like, God damn it, I didn't do it right. Like I should have known it. But, yeah. You know, like. Yeah. And but you're not. But are you, you like retaining that information for the next time you do that same task, or will you ever not? Will you just like not do that task again because you're like I failed it? Does that uh, make sense? Yeah, yeah. I think I do. I think I do the task again. It doesn't like freeze me from doing it. But, totally. But I'll be pissed at myself for a little bit if yeah. I didn't do it right the first time, which is like impossible to do it right the first time if you don't know yeah. how to do it. But that's where I think where I start to like get controlling of myself. Where like if I don't nail it on that first try, then I feel like. Yeah. Oops, like I fucked up. Oh, yeah. I, I totally, I get, I relate to that. Yeah. 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 Just being like, oh, fuck, what am I doing? Yeah. I don't know. If I can't do it, I don't know. And but, I get hard on myself for like things like that. But yeah. do you feel like you're also like less hard on yourself about, do, or do you like, I mean, because I feel like there, like, are there times where you're not an asshole to yourself about things? Like for perfectionists, like for you specifically, Jackie, or do you feel like you're also oh. a perfectionist? Yeah. No, I don't think I'm a perfectionist anymore. Like, so can you like let, let things go if you I, didn't do it right the first time? Yeah, I can let things go. But I had to work at doing that because it was yeah. driving me crazy. Yeah. Um, And I just, I've learned to... I don't want to say lower my standards because that's kind of what it's going to sound like, but yeah. like accept things for what they are. So like, I I don't know, like maybe I'm not great with uh, something, a computer skill. And it's like, yeah. well, I, you know, somebody showed me how to do it. It just didn't stick with me. But it's like, if you told me to write something, I could probably do it. Or if you told me to do something that I'm a little, like, I think that I, it comes more naturally to sure. me. I could have nailed it. So like those things, I try to just keep myself in check, keep other people in check. Cause our brains are also different and they work differently. And we all have come with different experiences and backgrounds. So it's kind of hard to like hold everyone accountable or on the same yeah. level for everything. Yeah. 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 Even myself. Right. Um, yeah. And I think that the, the other thing that I do that like is I think is setting myself up for failure. If I like in this is kind of talk, going back to that late episode too. like if I had set like set a thing like a schedule for like what I wanted to get something done. And if I don't do it in that exact amount of time, like I'm like, I could have done it. I can't believe I didn't get it in that amount of time. Like I and I didn't like, you know, if I don't like produce something in a certain amount of time then I'm like, you are a failure. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, mm. and, you know, like you're the same way. Yeah, totally. so, you re- yeah. so you relate more to that. Like, yeah. Oh, totally. Wow. I mean, that's like what my everyday existence is like. If I didn't <laughs> yeah. like accomplish a thing in the allotted time and it's like an arbitrary amount when I first said it, but yeah. then like yeah. at the end, it's like, no, that was what the like heaven ordained time was supposed to be. And yeah. Oh, yeah. so le- let me ask you something for yourself. Do you feel like you even do a pretty good job filtering with other people? Like if we could hear what's going on in like the inner dialogue of David's brain, would people be like, whoa, David, chill. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, w- Maybe. I mean, it's like a positive and a negative thing because I'm also like watching everything. I'm like extremely observant of every single thing that's going around to Mm -hmm. look for ways to improve. So if I see something that like is better than I think I could have done it, I'm like watching it for future reference, Mm -hmm. which is like it's less of like an inner monologue and it's more just like, okay, ooh, okay, yeah, cool. I'm just like watching with like a fan's eyes. Whereas if it's like the negative thing, it's like, uh, that's, it's like working in the service industry. I think, I feel like everyone in the service industry then goes to a restaurant later on and they're like, that's like, you're judging the, the, yeah, the right. person there. It comes it's with like, the judginess thing. It's like, I, that you, how are you doing this job if like, <clears throat> you're, you're like wasting yeah. everyone's time. Yeah. Right. Well, I was just asking because I don't, I, I got that you're really passionate about stuff and I could see where you're coming from as your friend. I could, that like, when, now that you say it, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I could see him being kind of a perfectionist, but I'm saying you must put on some sort of filter because it's not like I feel like, judged all like they no, like yeah. you're judging me all the time to be perfect oh, but also no, no, no. we're not super that close i understand your partner significant other you'd be yeah like, yeah exactly you know but i you know i don't feel like i'm like oh it doesn't think you know what no, I mean? no no so no, you no. Must i definitely be- don't feel that when i'm out it's more just like my personal endeavors and even if that's gotcha. just like cooking breakfast that's becomes a personal endeavor and i remember like the first time i made eggs for leah when we were dating <laughs> and i like they sucked and it, it <laughs> we still talk about it because they like broke my heart that I like failed at that and I like endeavored to make perfect eggs for the like the next time and every single time they just got better and better and like now it's like the eggs are 
crushing it. Of course. <laughs> um, but that's an objective perfection because you know what? I, you sure. Know, you yeah. If I don't like your fucking ex. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's true. Um, it true your thing. perfect quote unquote ex. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Should they we probably are. She, he's a really good cook. Yeah, you're really good. You know, and now I'm feeling like I'm in my head because I'm like, we didn't even like do the thing we normally do where we like tell everybody how we know David. God damn it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but no, it's fine. Are, no, I know we did. We did. He's a friend. He's a friend. He's a friend. Yeah. A friend. That's know. all that matters. Yeah. Um, all that matter. Great actor and writer and sweet parents. We yeah. can talk about that later. Oh, you can yeah. Plug we'll that. Plug sure. movie. Um, um, but his movie. And then should we bring in? Yeah. We have a special guest today, you guys. Yeah, she was on the Am I an Asshole for Judging Religious People Part Two Muslims. Mm-hmm. And her name is Taba. How do you say your last name, Taba? Shake. Shake. Here she is, baby. Welcome to the show. Hello. Yeah. I mean, you were a guest last time, right? So I now was. we have you as a guest therapist. A guest therapist. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was different. I was quiet for a long time. And now I will. T- <laughs> And now I will talk. Yeah, and you guys also, Taba, uh, as you may remember, is friends with Leah, who is David's fiance. Yeah. <laughs> We've hung out in the in the nasty. Whoa! What? <laughs> Cincinnati. Before you, that that sounded very different. It did. Yeah. Yeah. It did. <laughs> Whenever yeah. I'm always saying the nasty, I think, I think, about I think he meant. No, no, no. He meant like the nasty natty, which oh. is what we call oh. Cincinnati. Yeah. But he he's not like from Cincinnati, so it's okay. I'll let it which go. Which is why we've only hung out there. Yeah. Right? That's like, true. So uh, we've hung out in New York a couple of times. But once, yeah. You know, is it the natty or the nasty? It's the nasty Both, natty. Right? Oh. Heard, like, I oh. mean, it could it could also be Cincinnati. That's it what could I'm be a lot about. of things. Yeah. That one uh, makes more sense. Though. If you if you yeah, went in it hard and just yes. saying the nasty but, and then you know, we're friends, so we so it's cool. the short form. Yeah, yeah. you guys true. I don't need to just say the full name. I don't know. I think we're all just informal. I guess we're all just perps. Like I was like, oh, did they? I thought about the sex. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god, they got they got nasty with each other before Leah came around, or that Leah said, "I'd like to introduce you to my friend Tabo, and we're going to put her in our bed, right, for three, Uh for the three, but." That's but none happened. of those things are are true. Mm-mm. It's it was it, it's just nasty natty. Right? <laughs> it's just an awkward nickname from for our home for your hometown. Yeah, okay. because yeah. you and Leah yeah. are from the same hometown. Yes, Montclair, New Jersey. Well, me and Leah, me and Leah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, thank you for being here as a therapist and as a great person in general. Um, quick question: Are you a perfectionist? Do you think? You know what. I am, um, and I think a lot, and I'll talk a little bit about that. But I think, um, I think a lot of that can come from having like a heavy academic background because mm. you're just forced to to sort of, you know, especially graduate programs weed everyone out, and so you're really striving to be the best, or else you're cut. Yeah. So um, I I think I was like that from a young age anyway, but I I tend to work with a lot of people. Who, um, a lot of patients of mine are like in that teenage age group and they have, you know, they have some of the same issues that are going on and it really manifests at a young age. And so oh. um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about where it comes from and, and yes. kind of, of how it develops. But um, just from my professional experience and my personal experience, um, perfectionism really presents itself as an anxiety or an insecurity, a fear of disapproval. Mm. And a lot of those things start at a very young age. So developmentally, if you have parents that tend to be, and and this could be totally inadvertent. It's not like you're going to have these crazy controlling parents who are like, no, you have to have an A plus, but anytime they're telling you to do better in some sense, kids can really internalize that in a way of their affection and their sort of being loved is contingent upon X amount of success. Mm. And so one of the hardest lessons I really teach a lot of these kids is there's a total difference between excellence and perfection. So we can be totally excellent at things. We can be great at sports. We can be great at writing, reading, school, whatever. But to try to strive for perfection each time leaves no room for error. Mm. And it's not that like, errors make the world go round. It's really just this humane quality that we are all going to mess up and you need to be able to have coping skills to mess up. Like in order for you to survive and function, you need to be able to let yourself 
accept that it's not going to be a hundred percent all the time. And, and that's really, really tough when you've grown up um, wanting that, wanting that perfection and, and sort of striving for it. Yeah, okay. it is. But yeah. I mean, like, it just seems so unfair. <laughs> like that sounds like such a thing, but I'm like, why am I, why am I that way? Why is this like, why? I would much yeah. rather be like enjoying failure and like, well, it's not enjoying. F- I mean, I don't want to speak. I mean, maybe I'm not talking. Jackie has a PhD. Or yeah. I do have a PhD in perfectionism. Yeah, right. Um, but no, but I, I'm saying from someone who's not necessarily perfectionist, but who did come from like my parents were teachers. They held us. They held really high standards with like grades. Like I couldn't. They get, held you. They held me. <laughs> See, we didn't get held. No, I, they uh, held me. A lot. No, I felt low. Rookie, rookie mistake. I yeah. got held. I got oh, held. Yeah. A lot. Um, no, but they like they, like if we got a B, they were really upset with us, like that kind of thing. And yeah. then my dad was really tough on us whenever we did chores. Like I had to do weed. Like I had to weed the the weeds. I don't know. And then if he found them, he'd come. He'd make me come over and be like, "See this? This is one that you didn't get." <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. I just, Same dad. I just, I like. So I guess my thing is like I struggled with that because I do. I think I agree. It's like it can be a good thing and a bad thing. Maybe striving for excellence is what you're saying. Type of like, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I mean, I I totally agree. And I think to David's point earlier of saying like there are like better ways to do things. So the example you gave of like cutting. Um, like vegetables or cooking the thing that is really really tough especially in like like intimate relationships is if you come from a background of just doing things in a certain way and thinking that that's the right way it's it leaves and this isn't intentional but it leaves not a lot of room for the other person to do things the way they want so you're talking about safety I'm talking like Mm. efficiencies for example like my husband and I like do the dish like I think he's the slowest human <laughs> on earth like I don't even understand why it would take like an hour to like it's like two people two plates maybe a pot like I just That's want the long to con right there he's trying to I just I just, I just like want to run no 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 I want to run into oncoming traffic when I like watch him oh, do the dishes God. but I have to let myself because I know I I think I can do it Yes. It's not, I've had to like condition myself to believe it's not that I can do it better because he's not like licking the plates, like he's cleaning them, right? <laughs> like we're both, we're both doing the same thing, but because I don't feel like he's doing it in the most efficient way, there's a level of judgment and there's just <laughs> yeah. sort of this air of like, I feel like, like an asshole. Yes. I, I feel like I can't really give my input because he's like, oh, there we go. Like you, you can do it better. And it, it's not that, it's that you have to divorce yourself a little bit from even thinking other people care about efficiency because some people just don't care i don't understand that want to do it i know i think it's (laughs) insane but like literally like he turns on the tv and like sometimes i walk in and like he's doing the dishes and watching like our tv tilts and he's like in the middle and i'm like what makes you think you can multitask like but it's like something but like he hates doing the dishes as pairs it Yeah, I don't like. I don't know what's happening, but he's pairing. He's pairing something he doesn't like with something he likes, and so I've kind of learned to be like, okay, that's your process. For me, I'm gonna stand in like dead silence and like if in the dark if I have to, and just do it like quickly, organize, try. (laughs) Yes, I just want to get it. I just want to get it done. So I think part of this evolution in relationships and this evolution and growth in your life is just understanding the lens that people. The lens that you see the world through is just so different. Like now that I go to family's house and I understand, like there's just this sort of slow moving, like that's sort of the culture. And you have to kind of accept that when you have a boss who's very unorganized, this is very tough. I have a lot of clients who will say like, they're very anxious because their boss will email them last second or, Mm. or, you know, their desk is totally organized. They highlight everything. Their calendar is set but they work in an environment that's not conducive to that. So you have to really divorce yourself from being able to think that you can control other, other people around. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Because otherwise it just gives me anxiety. So you have to just, I was, I just try to let myself go of that. But then what about, what about the other argument, which is that maybe if you're not a perfectionist but striving for excellence that that pushes you and motivates you to be better and maybe you know like olympic athletes for example they'd never be where they are if they didn't you know what i mean if their standards weren't crazy high so i guess what would you say like ballerinas are fucked up 
Yeah, I mean, Olympic yeah. Ball- Olympic ballerinas. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then yeah, yeah, being a Olympic ballerina. ballerinas. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, like, the Michael, ja- you know, the Michael Jackson's, the brilliant, yeah, yeah. P- you know, perfect singer and dancer. He's kind of messed up. So, right. I mean, yeah. They're, I mean, what is the, uh, I guess, what's the way to give yourself a check? Uh, like, gut check sure, yourself sure, of sure. like, hey, that's a little much. Or like, hey, no, this is a good thing and motivator, you know? Yeah. So I think like, I think there's absolutely striving for excellence is what we're talking about, like level of, you know, not all of us will even know an Olympic athlete in our life, but we can, we can still have that level of dedication, that level of drive to want to be the best at what we want to do. And I think what you're talking about checking yourself a little bit is looking at that level of self-evaluation and self-criticism. So if the dialogue in your head becomes I'm a piece of shit. Like, why didn't I get it right the first time? Why can't I remember like that negative cycle of really just saying like, man, like just not giving yourself any room. When you give yourself room mentally, you're not saying, hey, it's okay. Like I didn't do well. I'm just going to quit. What you're saying is I'm going to allow myself some space. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try to run a mile in six minutes, like five times. And, And if I'm not hitting that, if I'm training and I'm not really hitting that time, okay, like, what do I need to do? How can I recalibrate and talk about how to do it? You're not giving up and saying you can't do it. But the gut check becomes, how are you treating yourself? And this sounds like very psychology 101. But if you're not kind to yourself, achieving your goals, like you said, it's super anticlimactic, because then you're going to get there. And you're not even gonna feel good about it, you're gonna be like on to the next goal. So you've got to have some space to be able to accept like, you may not get it in the first or the first five tries or the first hundred tries but you've got to give yourself some room to be human and like evaluate yourself evaluate yourself in a way that doesn't hinder growth and and I think one of the most interesting things about perfectionism is the the mental illnesses that come alongside with that the that are comorbid are depression anxiety suicidality and and eating disorders like that's Mm -hmm. the most common statistic that comes with that now why anxiety very one-on-one you mm-hmm. understand it makes you very anxious to be to be um to want to be perfect depression because you're not reaching your goals but eating disorders trying to get to that perfect weight i mean weight is something you can absolutely control in some sense and so that's a very very common and that doesn't mean that you know for everyone that's listening you're not going to develop an eating disorder if you want to be perfect what i'm saying is this the comorbidity comes from the self-evaluation like the negativity around that self-evaluation so there's got to be some room to be open to criticism because if you're not open to criticism what perfectionism does sometimes is it prevents us from getting crucial feedback so sometimes people just avoid it so earlier david you had said like you know if i'm chopping vegetables like this and we were talking about well let's say in that example leah was just like okay, forget it. You can always cut the onions. I'm not going to do it. I'm not saying she did that, but let's say she did that. (laughs) That her that's hindering any, she may be a world-class chef and we don't even know it. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, it's not, it's not fair in some sense for those of us that have those standards. There's a way to sort of let that person know. Um, Sorry, my dad's calling from out of the country. So just one second. Oh yeah. No worries. I'm just gonna ignore that. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry Baba. Sorry, Baba. Um, That's not what I thought you were gonna do. I thought you were gonna pick up. I was gonna like sink him in. Yeah, Um, he's got something to say about perfectionism. (laughs) Great. He's the reason why I had to get straight A's. Okay, Baba, you can't be in this conversation. (laughs) All right. Too close to home. But what I'm saying is that there's a way to deliver that message and. I think it's very, very tough when you have such high standards for yourself that it doesn't, it's almost impossible that it doesn't seep into your personal life on some level because you're cringing when you're watching other people do things. <laughs> yeah. That's sort of, that's sort of just what happens, right? Yeah. Like we, yeah, yeah. so. Huh. When you talk about like kids, as you said earlier, like how we're raised and everything. When you're raising, like, none of us here have children. No. Um, I mean, I was an Olympic athlete, but I don't have kids. Right, but you ballet. understand. Ballet. Ballet. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. right. <laughs> you were like, we might not know someone, but you, you do. We do. We all yeah. do. She's sitting yeah. there. Um, I, when I think about like raising children, um, aren't you supposed to like teach them how to live in the world? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like that's what I imagine like parenting is. And I only like realize this Lately, when a lot of friends are having children and it comes up in my own relationship and aren't you, aren't 
parents teaching children how to live in this world and how to do everything. Because as a baby, you know zero. Your your brain is mush. You know absolutely nothing. So it's like picking the weeds from the garden. It's like, oh, no, I didn't know I was supposed to pick all the weeds. But mm. your, your father's like, no, you're supposed to pick all the weeds. Mm-hmm. Is that <clears throat> correct? <laughs> marijuana. Yeah. Pick all but the wait, But you're saying... Well, Boy. they're they're doing it right, right? Tough crowd. Oh, Tough oh, crowd. sorry. <laughs> Marijuana leaves. <laughs> leaves. The weed. The weed. That was a low hanging fruit from when we came up earlier. It was. We all, we all left it. <sighs> we did. It I was low hanging sort of, indica. Oh my god! I sort of didn't hear it. Sorry, Is indica Jackie. A fruit? No, it's a weed strand. It's, I should, it's, no, I know. It's all bad. You know what? I thought maybe we were tired. Trying to spice it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I was just trying to so get wait, so, on his so, point. Totally fine. So wait, so if, no, but so what, my, well, what was so, the point? So the so the weeds thing. My thing is, how different would it have been if your dad was like, "Hey, that was an awesome job. You you got all of them. The second time we do it, here's the things we're gonna try to do. So you got everything here. This right side is a little bit short. So let's make that a goal for next time. How different would that be received as a kid? Right. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, so much, so much better. better. He yeah. never. I mean, he didn't do stuff like that. He didn't do like the compliment sandwich thing or anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was very right. Much, and I yeah. and I also and I also am not one of those. Or I I'm not a parent yet, but I definitely don't want to give my kids like participation awards either, and just totally. like ruin right. their life and make them think that they're God's like, gift. You know, to, yeah. In, entitled yeah. millennials. Yeah. yeah but yeah. but but I think that there's a balance, and I think that that comes from delivery. I think it's a hundred percent. This entire world ah. would be so different if it's delivery. And that's all it is. I don't think it takes like years of education to really get that. I don't even know that I got that from my doctoral degree. I just think having parents that were immigrants and having to learn so much at such a young age. And um, I, I actually read this really interesting article um, <clears throat> about a woman who only chose um, associates for her firm that were children of immigrants because she was like, they're just really <laughs> scrappy and intelligent. They had to do everything for their kids and their kids didn't speak English. And it's true. Like I was probably one of the only seven year olds on customer service. Like, no ma'am, my dad didn't order that. My mom didn't like, <laughs> let me talk to your manager, you know, at like seven or eight. Yes. Cause my parents were always like, no, your English is better. And so I feel like the delivery, <clears throat> excuse me. Like, oh, so goodness. I, so for me, what I'm saying is like, if my parents had said, you know, it's a good time for you to kind of learn to do these things too, instead of, hey, I don't know how, you've got to call, your English is better. Now it's become like this burden. Now it's become this anxiety of like, oh no, I have to do things for myself and for them. And so what I mean by that is delivery, especially at these very, very imperative like developmental years is everything because it's how you internalize things. Does that make sense? Yeah. So are you, were you saying that like the way he said it is, is accurate and then Pabo was saying I mean his his uh heart was in the right place but the delivery was off or hard to say I mean like I feel like I might (coughs) find myself in that situation someday and I I don't know how I mean I don't know what my parenting style would be but I imagine from what I've gleaned from what parenting is it's you're raising it sounds very like technical but like you're you're teaching an organism how to interact with other organisms you know mm-hmm. and, um mm-hmm. yeah the delivery thing is the key component i think that's how it all started off is that um how you get portrayed as a perfectionist is the worst part you know if, if you're if you're telling the other person that uh whoop, <laughs> that that fart machine just went off in my head so i derailed myself <laughs> We didn't even do it. I guess uh, I got it. No, it but it's, uh, you know, just like the, the delivery. And I, I think it's probably easier, at least for I can perceive that the the delivery towards someone else is probably a little bit easier to fathom, whereas the delivery to myself, we just lost Taiba. Um, oh, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We just lost Taiba. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the delivery to you is really important, too. I mean, the yeah. delivery to other people is easier to hear, but... Yeah, I think it's, like, easier to understand how to do that. I think you can, like, learn how to do that a little easier, whereas the delivery to oneself of how to let go of that right. stress Oh, is a I bit. see what you're saying. Because yeah. the motivation yeah, is, like, you don't want to hurt... You don't want to hurt someone else's feelings, feelings totally. right? That's your yeah. motivation. So when it's for yourself, you have to think about yourself through that lens. Yes. Like, I don't want to break myself down in a way that, like... 
doesn't allow for me to like be the best or be better or whatever. And we don't think about that. Like we kind of are really mean to ourselves yes. as, as in general, whether you have depression, anxiety or perfectionist or not, when we don't get things right, people tend to be really hard on themselves. There's an entire theory dedicated to therapy. That's cognitive behavioral therapy, mm -hmm. where all you're doing is restructuring and reframing how you think about things when it comes to yourself. Yeah. Like how you like, talk to yourself. Appreciate <clears throat> the, the challenge at times. That's also mm -hmm. like wrapped up in it where if there is a task that you like getting better at, then right. how do you separate that one from the other ones that maybe you can let go from? Like, mm -hmm. I like getting better at cooking. I like getting better, <coughs> um, like not needing a recipe and getting to a point in cooking where I can improvise. Whereas if you're starting out, you sort of need to stick to some guideline um, until you can get to that more free but place. But for that though, are you striving for perfection or excellence? Because maybe you're not, like you're, are you trying to be perfect at it or are you just trying to be great at it? I mean, those first eggs, I tried to make them perfect. And right. now I try to like make them. But yeah, I, I understand that like certain culinary things are definitely subjective. So, you know, right. some people may like it. Some people may get a gluten bomb from it, you know. Right. But perfect yeah. I mean, for you. You <coughs> would yeah, like totally. them to be perfect yeah. for you. Yeah. And I'm always like after every time I take a bite of something that I'm like making for the first time or even if it's something I've made a thousand times, I'm always wondering if it could use something else, mm. which is is that perfectionism or is that just like the the fate of anyone who likes I mean that I think that's perf I mean I think that that's perfectionism but I don't think it's I don't think necessarily it's a bad thing it becomes a bad thing when you have an inability to enjoy something so can you not enjoy a meal that you worked really hard on oh, everyone's it. having yeah. a good time and then you're sitting and you're like shit I really wish I used more salt or I wish I did X, Y, and Z with spices. That's when it becomes a problem when it's really interfering or consuming in your ability to like be present and like have a good time. And stuff. I feel like if we have like a party and I've made a, a bunch of things for a lot of people, if it was just like Leah and myself, I could probably let it go. But if it was a group of people that I was feeding, <clears throat> I might be like thinking about it a lot and maybe even apologizing to people when no one is even thinking about this. But I'm yeah. just thinking about and like yeah. when we've done screenings of our movie at festivals or whatever and like brag at a couple different times <laughs> <laughs> a couple no big different deal. screenings yeah. there's been some like technical snafus that uh some like one of them i was responsible for another one the the venue was responsible for um but at all times i felt like i had to apologize to everyone after our last screening in los angeles i had to like, I, I felt this like urge all night afterwards to like let people know that I'm aware that this technical snafu mm. existed and I couldn't let people just like revel in the movie. Mm -hmm. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I mean, so, uh, like, and I mean, we won't spend a lot of time on that, but unpacking that is probably, <laughs> uh, unpacking that is probably like, why is it so important? What people think, like, what does it mean if you didn't acknowledge that it was your fault or you had a hand? That in? they I'm, think I'm, that I'm not aware of it. That yeah. they think that I'm not smart enough yeah. to pick up on it. When in reality, yes. nine people out of ten didn't even notice it. Right. So it's just important. And that's that's a big part of how you view yourself, right? Totally. So like yeah. how you view yourself and how others view you. And I think to your question earlier, <clears throat> how can you strive to be the best, strive to be excellent, strive to even be perfect in certain things and not other things, right? Like how yeah. can it just be a healthy competition? And that all goes back to how you identify yourself in that situation. So what does it mean to be a cook? What does it mean to be a father, a brother, a whatever? And if there's some room there to say, cooking is a hobby, cooking is something I very much enjoy, but I wanna be really excellent at it. I wanna be fantastic at it. So understanding that like the first time that you made eggs is the same thing as telling a kid the first time they're mowing the lawn or cutting leaves, like the first time we do anything, we're not supposed to know, we don't have any historical background on it. We may have seen it, but we don't right. know how to do it. Yeah. So I think like there's definitely, like I definitely promote healthy ideals for us to strive to be the best. I, I think I can be a perfectionist in some ways, but in other ways, I don't think that I would have accomplished what I have already right. with, without that drive. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, I the think drive. you have to have a drive to want to be great. And, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. When you say, I don't want to be anything short of the absolute best. And if what that means cognitively is a mistake is a failure. That right. becomes the difference. So research shows that people that think that they're perfectionists believe that mistakes are failures. Can you sift through and understand that you're going to make mistakes along the way and that you're not failing along the way? Right. You're just stumbling your way to the top. Yeah. That, that is such a good point. And I think it's really <clears throat> like, like at work is when I see a lot of it. Like I was hired to do this job. 
and they're paying me. I need to do it at like the most perfect. And pl- and also my job is very like meticulous and detailed. Sure, and and like it's that's why. And I'm a surgeon. Um, but like, yeah. And it's like not the end of the world, which my coworkers always remind me. Like we give, I work at a foundation and we give money to people. And like, you know, they're like, it's, it's, it is not life or death stuff. Like they'll get the check eventually. But like I, I, I am so hard on myself if I did not do it like accurately or if I like or if my the president will see that I like made a typo and I'll be like I should fucking just leave I you should find someone else who can do it right I don't know but then it's like I get in my own way my and then my Mm -hmm. like anxiety starts going and I think I'll like fuck up a little bit on something because I'm so worried about fucking up like I don't want to miss anything. so that would really inherently that's what I think is so crazy that people who are so intelligent and sharp and attention to detail actually inadvertently (laughs) cause like surgeons like yourself Mm -hmm. really (laughs) cause themselves, get themselves in a situation where they end up making errors where they didn't need to because the anxiety now becomes this bubble that they're in and they can't think clearly. And so a lot of times we talk about, we talk about this a lot with anxiety, with test taking achievement anxiety, right? So somebody who's so smart, who's not doing well in the ACTs or SATs. I mean, I walked into the SATs and I broke all four pencils within the first like five (laughs) minutes for no, like I was so prepared for the SATs. Oh my God, me too. I, it was just, and so these are the things that we have to kind of, so David, to your point of talking about like when you have kids and, and reminding them and teaching them how to function in a world, right? Not in a bubble, like in the world with other people, there has to be, you have to connect. Like for me, like when I have kids or if I have kids or whatever happens, I want to be able to share those stories where I was my most anxious self and it got in the way so that I can kind of normalize and demystify this whole idea. I don't know that my parents like did that for me. And and a lot of it was, I think, because they were immigrants and the pressure of first generation Americans is basically like, hey, we came to this country so you could do something. So if you don't do anything, that's like a big, big, heavy, heavy load to be like, oh, yeah. not <laughs> successful. Because you're like, oh, shit, sorry, you guys left all your friends and your family. And like, sorry, like, sorry, yeah. I, like, did, I'm just I, like, dicking around. I just want to live in your basement. Sorry, you left your whole life for me. So (laughs) like that, that level of pressure becomes huge. So you've got to be able to normalize. And the older I get now, my dad now, which is really interesting is now when I was in grad school, like a few years back, my dad would share when he was in grad school and, and we would kind of connect on that level. And I was like, wow, wait, you didn't get everything right the first time. Oh, okay. So modeling is a very big thing. So kids who tend to be the most anxious it's not that their parents are saying you have to get A pluses. It's that they're watching their parents be perfectionists. It's just mm. straight modeling. It's yeah. not a conversation of, wait, you got a B. This should be an A. It's literally just them coming home and being like, no, this wasn't right. When you have parents who are just doing well and, and the language in the home is just high, high standards, kids will pick up on that. And that's they start to I've had so many interviews with parents where their kids are crying in my office and they're like, you know, my mom's going to kill me if I don't get an A. And you talk to the parents and they're like, I'm, I don't, right. I just want them to be happy. I right. don't really, I don't know where this is coming from. So it's a lot of just pressure that we're projecting mm-hmm. onto yeah. other oh. people. Uh, yeah, and I'm like understanding that now because my dad would be like, what? I didn't, I wasn't like forcing you. Yeah. I just was saying like, right. I, I feel like I remember because he would edit The gun my wasn't things. loaded. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, there. Um, but like, because he, he would really like severely edit my papers, but I asked him to do it. And then he was like, well, what do you want me to do? Like not edit them? Like there was, right. there was stuff that was wrong. And I was like, okay, fair. And like, I, I feel like I remember him saying something about like A minus, but he was probably joking. <laughs> and like, you know, and yeah. I probably, but that yeah, was Yeah, it's like, like a fun no. parent joke. Yeah. Where they, like, they thought they were being hilarious. Right. Yeah. 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 Were your parents tough on you, David? Um, I get. I mean, I don't think so. I hmm. think it was like self-inflicted. My brother was very smart, also, so I oh. think maybe I just like saw that. Uh, yep. And like, carried that <laughs> that'll over. that'll do it. But I I was like smart in my own way, and like I I never studied, and it's kind of weird that like he was a huge studier, and I didn't study as much, and I did very well in school. Like hmm. I didn't study for the SATs, and I did well. <sighs> Which is weird. I I studied so fucking hard and I got to the SATs and I couldn't pay attention because I was so worried about what everybody else was doing that I like, I just fucked up. I chilled. But see, I think, and I think that's such, but I think that's such an interesting thing because especially with, it's just you and your brother, right? Just two siblings? Yeah. Yeah. So when it's two, that's how my family is too. So when there's two siblings, you play off each other Mm. a lot. And so 
your brother may be <clears throat> studying or you may be being naturally smart, your own expectations of yourself now become, I'm sort of known as not like, not that I'm not working as hard, but the way how I am smart is different than how he's smart. Totally. And now this whole identity comes and you start to feel like you have to do things in this way to prove over and over again, you're different, but you're the same, but you're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I, went to, I went to a different level. high school than he did. And my parents figured that it was because I wanted to chart my own path, which is probably true. Uh, I had a lot of friends going to one high school and his was a more academic school. Mine was a bit more of a social environment school, um, just as qualified of a school, but um, he, <laughs> in the rankings of so, schools. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, like not, to, like, that. not <laughs> to knock it, but it was yeah. just like, um, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I like didn't want to, I mean, it probably would have been good though, because I mean, that's like when you get older, excuse me, <clears throat> and you start to see that like a legacy thing actually helps you in life. And like you, you don't want that when you're younger. But like if you had a parent that was famous or whatever, you'd be hooked up right now. Right, right. right. Oh, yeah. Like with the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. 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 Same. Um, um, do you feel like you're, um, it's kind of sounds like it doesn't impair you as much it seems like it like drives you so are you kind of like i'm cool with my perfectionism it's kind of weird because like i i feel like maybe i i don't know if it's uh i've learned it's like denial i don't know if it's denial because i think that i i have started to feel like it is something that does drive me um for most things like the cooking thing or like trying to make our film as good as possible or whatever um but yeah i i I, I can appreciate that it is insane. And like you were asking before, like what's the inner dialogue going on in my head? I, I don't know if it's denial because mm-hmm. it, it does drive me, but. Right. I mean, I guess, yeah, I, I would ask you, Ava, like, is that, you know, if it, I guess, it, cause you kept saying healthy competition with yourself. I thought that was a really cool, cool yeah. phraseology. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Um, I mean, so, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I guess at what point is it? Does it go too far? Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I mean, I think so for David, just because you're my friend, I would say like, think about, you know, I think you're utilizing it in a way that drives you um, and it really pushes you to be well. I would say, think about those moments where you don't feel good. So think about that next dinner party where everyone's having a good time and you're not apologizing and you're not sort of thinking over and over again about what could be better. And those are some of these small pieces that will help you continue to strive for excellence and not really start a negative dialogue. Because once you start implementing that in very small ways, you're going to like the way you feel when you're just like, you know what, I did a really good job. And like next time I'm going to remember to do X, Y, and Z. And and then it gets filed in the back and that's the end of it. And like challenge yourself to really just be there because people are there for you and they're enjoying your food and you don't have to prove anything to anyone in that room. And that that's a very internal battle that you're having with yourself. And I think that we all do it. I think we all, um, I can think of so many times that I like wished something was better and then it just consumes me the whole time. And one of the things I just challenge myself to do as well as people that I work with is, you know, what does it mean if it wasn't perfect? It's fine. Like, and what does it really mean if your souffle didn't come out, you know, exactly at the right temperature, everyone's eating, laughing, enjoying it and we're okay. But that doesn't mean you make it that way the next time right you can do better and that's great but yeah. it has to be healthy in a way that drives you to be like you know what people thought it was good this time but i'm, I'm really gonna kind of fill those gaps next time and it doesn't become this all-consuming sort of thing and probably i unfairly and this is a good time for this fart thing in a minute oh, but i probably unfairly ready, presume that uh the souffle if that were the thing i was making is the reason why people are there in the first place when in reality it's not you know what right. i mean Interesting. which i start i do think that i do feel <clears throat> that way sometimes like People came to see our film in L.A. because they wanted to support us, not because they wanted to like they wanted right. to see the movie also, right. but they wanted to support us. People come over to a, a dinner party because they want to hang out with friends. So hang like right. if if the souffle is wrong the first time in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, they're never going to want to have our souffle again. But in mm-hmm. reality, they're not thinking about that. They're just thinking I'll still want to hang out with this person again. Right. Oh, Absolutely. Oh my god. Yeah. BS, right? No, that wasn't <laughs> anyway. B. I didn't I didn't I didn't press it. I didn't right. fart hey. or press the phone. I mean like I, I mean like I wouldn't come I wouldn't come to your place again. Me neither. Messed up a souffle for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's just that. Yeah, me. I would say the three of us 
no. won't. But be everybody there. else. And now that no, I actually everyone know, else, yeah. know yeah, that sure. you fucked it up one time, will never <laughs> come. <laughs> Tell but but yeah, I mean, and I think there may be something too with like I, I might be projecting, but like in terms of like artistic things and creative things too. Sometimes I do feel like. I'm overcompensating a little bit with like my care to it. And I think some of that may be because if I write, write really well, it's still kind of subjective. (coughs) I don't get like a, you know, like a doctorate or I don't get like a diploma. I don't get like a, an, a thing of excellence. I just, it's creative. So like, I, I think that I did a good job and I think everybody really liked it. And just to feel like sometimes with artists and I may be, again, this may be way off, but I feel like, you know, I don't know, unless you get to a, a high, high point of success in in artistry, it's hard for people to notice what you've been doing, like how much goes into what mm-hmm. we do or sure. like writing or making your own film, you know, like, mm-hmm. so it may, there may be a bit of, you know, just kind of extra, I don't know what it is, like, yeah. a, and, you know what I mean? And I don't know if this is exactly what you're saying, but um, like, if you're not enjoying it and like giving yourselves a pat on the back along the way, then are you going to wait until like, yeah, you get an Oscar to be like, I did it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And which may never happen. So like, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so it's like, you got to enjoy those moments. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, Obviously, I think we all can see I'm a perfect person. So That's when I'm talking, you. yeah, she, Tava's, yeah, she's nodding her head. Yeah. Um, but like, I do have to say, like, I do work on it on not beating myself up. It yeah. seems like it drives you. For me, it was also like crippling me. So it's, I had to when I would hear myself do it, I had to fight. Sounds crazy. Fight myself with that same venom of the opposite thing so i'd be like you're a fucking idiot of course you fuck this up and then i have to go jackie no what the fuck and then i have to go shut the fuck up jackie but see <laughs> you're not a fucking idiot hear, and then i'm just talking to myself crazy i hear on the you say that and i go like god yeah that would be nice if i could do that <laughs> like i'm like of course i can but i'm like i'm not gonna settle like or like i mm. can't forgive myself like why would i forgive myself for doing that i should have done i should have gotten it done before i left for vacation you know like mm-hmm. i shouldn't be like well next time you'll try to get it done before vacation you know like i i just like yeah. It's hard for me to it's think, but, but I know yeah. that I can. Yeah. I know that I can, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Um, yeah. Okay. So in, in uh, uh, wrap up, uh, so are you an asshole for being perfectionist? You're an asshole for being here to yourself. I think you sometimes. Yeah. I think you should. Let's call it a yes. Yeah. Let's call it a yes. I mean, yeah. I Yeah. I guess kind of, but I mean... It, if you no, let's just say yes. You're an <laughs> asshole to yourself. Yeah, maybe. And um, I'm a perfect Olympic ballerina. Dancer. Good for you. So I don't know, Tava. Do you have anything in conclusion? No, I, I mean I would just say to follow the fart sound noise <laughs> machine, um, which is a difficult follow. I, <laughs> I think that I think that there's like some level of when if you feel like an asshole because you're doing it to yourself and you can check that a little bit, it's going to curb a lot of how you are to other people. So we'll go ahead and say, yeah, on some level you're an asshole to yourself. And I think the second that you start to have some of that self awareness and you're kind to yourself, you'll start to see it pay dividends with other people too. Yeah. And then you're having a healthy competition with yourself. Yeah. And striving for greatness, not for perfection. Great. And Absolutely. I think that the, the constant level of high anxiety every day will, <laughs> if I can just diminish that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, if I need drugs, maybe that'll help. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay, great. Well, um, thank you so much, Taba. What a great uh, guest therapist. You're so thank smart you. and yeah. wonderful and perfect. Everyone in the nasty, check her out. Everyone in the nasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but she's in New York now. All oh, right. Oh, the yes. true nasty. Just kidding. Um, cool do you, is there anything people can look up? about you that um, you wrote or anything? Yeah, so my book just came out. Oh, fuck yeah. Whoa. Cool. Yeah. A Paradox so it's called, of Honor. It's called A Paradox of Honor, Hopes and Perspectives of Muslim American Women. Um, It just came out on Friday. And I cool. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you can get it on, thank you. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on CRC Press. Um, My website's drthayabashake.com. Great. Learn how to figure out how to spell. Yeah, Sorry, we'll, we'll put it up on our. We'll put it up on our thing. <laughs> just our thing. Just spell um, it up phonetically. As yeah, you just hell heard yeah. It. yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. and then uh, yeah. Um, what do you want to plug? Uh, still the movie. I mean, the movie's going to be coming out pretty soon. 
Uh, How? Like I on hope. what? Uh, we're we're figuring that out right now. It's it's uh, it's a bear. It's a bear figuring out distribution. But uh, sweet parents is what it's called. It's, yeah. uh, I'm very proud of it. It's wonderful. Uh, I tried to make it as perfect. It was as amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It's Thank very you. good. Yeah. There's there's a lot of food porn in it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. wrote, directed, and acted in it, yeah. right? Yeah. Probably did producing. Yeah. Too. Yeah. 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 Editing everything. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like we brought on people, but it's like you're doing everything you can until you can bring on someone better than you. Right. Yeah. Right. More perfect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Great. Um, yay. Okay, right, guys. Cool. You're the best. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Am I an Asshole? The one about being a perfectionist with David Bly. Yay. And our special guest therapist, Taba Shake. Shake. Yeah. Shake. Tava Shake. Um, thank you so much to everyone who is involved on the show. Thank you, Jackie. Thanks, Rosie. Give us five stars and subscribe. Yeah. And DM us if you have things that you want to talk about. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.